Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We are chatting to Chloe Morello. So if you don't know Chloe, she is a very big beauty influencer. Um, She's got 1.2 million followers on Instagram and an awesome YouTube channel. And she's also the co-owner of Face Halo. So if you want to hear more from Chloe, keep listening. Hello. Hi, Chloe. Hi, everyone. How are you? Great. We yeah. actually really appreciate this time because we did a 6 a.m. yesterday and that was yeah. pretty challenging. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and what is it there, like 10 o'clock? Uh, um, yeah, 10. Yeah, so this yeah. is absolutely perfect for us. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, me too. Not like I've got anything else to do, really. I'm, I know. Well, on that, how, how are you going? Um, I guess you'd be creating yeah. a lot of content. Yes, I was actually just about to film myself doing the nut bush because I thought it would be a fun activity for everyone to do together to stay fit. So I'm about to launch like a nut bush challenge. Oh Amazing. my god, I love yeah. that. We will take part because you... we often do that in the office. We've broken out into Honestly, nut bush on many occasions. I honestly, it's such a good song and you get really puffed out doing the dance. So I thought it's just what I need. And apparently no one does it outside of Australia. So I want to educate my international followers. (laughs) Well, you are. Thanks for having me. You're a small town girl from um, Batemans Bay. I used to go on holidays to Naruma. And so I know the Batemans Bay area quite well. But you're now living in LA. So what's it like going from being in a small town to the big smoke in LA? What's that adjustment like? Well, for me, I um, grew up in Batemans Bay and then I finished my last couple of years of high school in Canberra. So I went from Mm -hmm. Batemans Bay to Canberra to Sydney and then to LA. So I kind of eased into it. I didn't like move hot and cold. Mm -hmm. I've always felt though, you know, when I started my YouTube channel, I was in Batemans Bay, the population's 17,000 there. So it's very small. And at the time, all of my friends had, you know, left town or most of them had left town. So I used the internet to connect with people from all over the world. So I've always been quite willing to put myself out there on online, especially. And like, I've always liked getting out of my comfort zone and doing things that feel uncomfortable so you know I've always wanted to come here as well it's just surreal from my house our balcony and my bedroom I can see the Hollywood sign wow it's really cool like I still pinch myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's great and so what at the moment are you how are you finding because I think that the measures in LA are probably a bit stricter because we um we just actually spoke to we've spoken to a few people in LA so how's that going are you kind of like in the house yes we live in an apartment we have a balcony but we're not really going out so we've gone on a couple of walks my husband's gone to the grocery store a couple of times but I've been in lockdown since the 7th of March they brought in an official lockdown like a week after that but I have family in Italy that I have am friends with on Facebook and we just saw it rolling out over there and I just have been quite petrified. So I haven't really wanted to leave and the area that I live in LA is quite densely populated Mm. so it hasn't been feeling very safe. Yeah, it's really scary to see how it's all taken off in New York and New Jersey. Um, That's like their major hotspots but luckily you're safe in your apartment there in LA. Yeah, Mm. I feel terrible for people that, you know, have to work Mm. and, you know, it's not a great system here. You know, Australia is so lucky, you know. I know that 
you guys are currently doing a lot better than most places yeah. and, you know, got a great healthcare system and yep. probably a little bit, a lot more prepared than other places. So I'm definitely missing home, mm. but <laughs> it's really scary. Well, we yeah, hope that absolutely. this, we hope we've been getting a lot of messages that this podcast has been a nice distraction for people. And I'm sure you're finding absolutely. the same thing with all your videos. And um, I loved your one on the nails. Oh, yeah, thanks. that was really cute. So I guess let's get on to our first um, question about Face Halo. Yes. You became, I guess, one of the founders or the co-founders of the company and you're now involved with the company. What kind of made yes. you decide to become actually a part of the company as opposed to, you know, just using the products and doing videos on them? Um, what was different about yeah. Face Halo? So the founder, Lizzie, yep. who's awesome and a close friend of mine now, I actually met her through another friend. And at that stage, they were still in the development phase of creating Face Halo. It wasn't even called that at the time. And they had a prototype and, you know, they heard through our mutual friend that I was a beauty blogger. They wanted me to try it and give them their feedback. And, you know, I've heard of similar products before or products that claim to do the same thing. And I honestly was really embarrassed that I thought that this person was going to be asking me for my feedback on a product that I really thought wasn't going to work. I tried it because we were at their house. I tried it. And to be honest, I was wearing light makeup. So I was like, okay, that works a lot better than I thought. I said, do you mind if I take this home to keep testing it out with heavier makeup and then I'll give you my honest feedback. I took it home and I couldn't stop using this little prototype. Like I used that thing to death. I was in love with it. I couldn't go back to using wipes. I couldn't use my other makeup removers anymore. I was just obsessed. And I had just listened to a podcast about how 50 Cent became a co-owner in vitamin water. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. So it was literally about how vitamin water made like a special flavor with 50 Cent and he got ownership in the company. I was like, well, I should do something like that. I'll just ask them. And so I asked them to have a meeting. I was like, I've got feedback on your product. And, you know, I just said to them, I was like, I really love your product. I honestly can't stop using it. You know, I would love to become an ambassador in return for becoming a co-owner in the company. And they had been considering it at the same time, which was really nice. And so it was just the most beautiful marriage of both of our beliefs. And, you know, I have, you know, a wonderful community online that I knew would love the product. I'm also very conscious that I'm responsible for a lot of waste being in the beauty Mm. industry. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, this is just such something that makes me feel really good about my choice and makes me feel really proud of being a part of it. And it's a female owned company and, you know, it's just doing great things and it's so effective, saves people money, helps the environment. And it's just a joy to use. Like it has so many uses, literally 101 uses. So I use mine regularly. I actually, it was the same as you. I was like, this can't possibly work without any product. Like, what do you mean? I just put water on it. Like that can't be effective, but I use it regularly for multiple things, Same, um, you know, to remove masks and stuff like that. And I just, I can't work out. Like I, I still, to this day, I have looked up how it works, but it still baffles me. Can you explain how it works without product? Yes. So we use a special fiber that we make ourselves in South Korea. And if you look at this fiber under a microscope, it's kind of like spiky, like instead of round fibers, like if you looked at a regular flannel under a microscope, Mm -hmm. the fibers are round. So when that swipes over your skin, it's kind of just moving around product and smearing it maybe deeper into your pores or just smearing it around. 
Space mm-hmm. Halo, when you look at it under a microscope, has lots of little like tentacle things that are so tiny, they're 100 times finer than a human hair, and they can actually reach into your pores and cling to makeup and hold and trap the makeup in the pad. So it's really amazing, and that's why if you swipe one side of your face with like a makeup remover wipe or like a disposable makeup remover wipe and the other side with face halo there'll still be product left on your skin pushed into your pores Mm. from the makeup wipe and Mm -hmm. from the face halo and especially from the face halo because it's only water you also don't get any redness or irritation so it just it's just an amazing product like the industry of microfiber is really wonderful a lot of hospitals and a lot of you know establishments like that have it in their you know regulations that they have to use microfiber because it can remove 99.7 percent of bacteria and dirt and so we developed our own skin safe fiber which we call halo tech fiber because of course the grade of our fiber is so high it has to be very gentle for the skin. So to get the same effect and the same removal of the dirt, grime and makeup, you have to have a really, really high-end fiber. And so we have just the best fabric and it's so soft and it's so easy to wash and it's reusable up to 200 machine washes. So, you know, it's just like my best little makeup companion. When we first started stocking Face Holo, I went to your YouTube channel and watched, I think it was, yeah, the YouTube video that you did. And I was like, you had full glam, heavy, kind of quite heavy makeup on. And it was like, I was like, surely not. Like, how is that going to get like, no micellar water, nothing. It just didn't even seem, I was actually like, that video was like, definitely. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And did you also do it with the orange, which was like the pores? Yes. Oh my yes. God. That is like, cause I have such big pores. I was like, <laughs> I was like watching that orange and I was like, wow, there must be so much makeup left in my pores. Um, yeah. It the- really showcases how, what, how that happens. Yeah. That was really eye opening moment. Good visual. Yeah. Very good visual. Yeah. I do agree that it's very gentle on the skin cause I'm quite sensitive and even I, I find that it doesn't irritate my skin at all. Even when I'm like, kind of going in quite hard with it. Like if I've had heavy eye makeup on or something and I'm like really getting in there, it doesn't leave my skin red and irritated, which is a big positive for me. Yeah, because of the irritants in a lot of products, I think, whereas this is just water, you know, it's great for people with eczema, all of those kinds of skin conditions because it's just so gentle. Mm -hmm. In terms of stubborn makeup, are there any tips that you have? Like are there any products that you can use with the face halo? Yeah, if I have like waterproof eyeliner on, I just hold the face halo to my eye for longer. Or you could even add some drops of a natural oil like mm. jojoba oil or, you know, I don't know, rose hip oil or whatever. You can just add that on it and that will help to break down the waterproof makeup and it will swipe away in a second. And in terms of washing, I know that you said that you do you machine wash yours personally? I often don't machine wash mine because I'm so lazy and I honestly use my face halo like four times a day so because I'm putting on makeup and taking it off so frequently I get um like some sunlight soap or just laundry grade soap I just get it from the laundry aisle it's like 30 cents a bar that's in makeup school that's how they taught us to wash our makeup brushes Um, and it's so effective at getting stains out of fabrics and things like that so if I just have a bar of that by the sink that gets everything out of my face halo I just make sure to wash my face halo like a beauty blender as soon as you finish using it you wash it 
and hang it up to dry and it will be clean for the next time you use it. But yeah, definitely a laundry grade soap is um, a lifesaver because sometimes I think people try to use hand soap or something, but it's a fabric. So mm-hmm. you're going to need something a bit stronger than that. But yeah, you can put it in the wash as well. I'm just, I use mine so frequently that I want it on hand all the time. Yeah, well, I'm the same as you because I use Dr. Bronner's um, liquid Castile soap to clean mine and that's what I clean my makeup brushes with. And I find that that takes everything out and it leaves it smelling really nice. So that's my little tip for anyone out there that doesn't want to put it in the wash with their clothes. Um, I just I just don't like to put it in the wash. Yeah. It's just personal I preference. I hate doing the washing. So <laughs> I just, yeah. like, just would rather not do it. And But, yeah, once I've hand washed it, I just use the little tag to hang it up in a well-ventilated area. As long as your bathroom is well-ventilated, then it should dry in just a couple of hours. Now, completely off topic, I did see your stories earlier because I've followed you on Instagram for quite a while and you've got 1.2 million followers, which is pretty epic for an Australian girl, you know, that started off from humble beginnings. That's a really amazing achievement. And I saw that you were looking at your old belly dancing videos and I didn't know that you used to do belly dancing. <laughs> yes, I did. Like I was, my dad went, he went overseas in 2001 and he came back with a Shakira D- CD. And <laughs> I listened to that CD. So I became obsessed with Shakira and she's half Lebanese. So she has a lot of like Lebanese influence in her albums and I just fell in love with it and I've always been quite double jointed uh and then my mom did belly dance classes for a while so she had like the shimmy belts and when I went to Canberra I joined a belly dance class and I pretty soon got asked to teach like at some high schools for teenage girls when I was 17 and 18 and it was then that you know I was like oh I'm gonna upload on my YouTube channel because I you know, had a YouTube channel. I thought it was a great way for people to practice the choreographies at home. But actually some of my belly yeah. dance videos have 3 million views. Like I, it's a, wow. I used a different name and I'm really embarrassed okay. by it. So I'm not even going to say <laughs> what it is, but like some of them have so many views. And then I made like a separate makeup channel in 2012 under my real name so that no one would be confused. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started from scratch in 2012, but I've on, been on YouTube since 2008 it's been so long wow it would have been a very what it, would have been so different back then it was do people expect you think higher quality videos now than they oh did gosh, back yes. then <laughs> oh my god I was watching my own videos like hardly able to tell that it's my face my eyes are like two pixels <laughs> literally looks like I filmed it on a potato it's 240p <laughs> like it was so bad did you do you still have those old videos up on YouTube yeah, um, but I don't have the login to the account, so I don't okay. even. Yeah, I can only watch. So it. you can't even go and delete them if you are embarrassed. <laughs> they just have to live there. <laughs> do you find do you find that the community that you have on Instagram is like different to the community that you have on YouTube, or is it quite similar? I do think that they're a different audience, um, yeah. but I love them both equally. I don't think that one's different to the other in that way. I just do notice that sometimes I upload the same content on YouTube and then re-upload it on, U- on Instagram and it's clear that they are both different viewers. It's the first time they've been seeing it. Yeah. So, and then, and I, I also mm-hmm. saw that you were, we, were, we, we were saying that you're on TikTok. Are you, yeah. um, how are you finding TikTok? I'm really nervous to, to start putting videos up, but I do want to start. 
it's fun. Like I got really addicted for a few days. I really resisted it for like a year. Seb has been loving it, my husband. But um, they're like, what, one minute videos? I got really into it for a couple of days and now I'm already over it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's a black hole. I find myself scrolling for hours. Yeah, it's just You literally get stuck in a black hole. So my sister watches it before bed. She says it puts her to sleep. (laughs) I would never go to sleep if I started watching TikTok before bed. I would be continuously scrolling. You can't stop. Yeah. No, and you can't like watch a certain category. And a lot of it's just quite cringy. Like I can't believe I filmed myself dancing like that. <laughs> like, well, I keep thinking I'm too old for that's it. That's what I because I'm too. not like a millennial. <laughs> well, I am millennial. Like, I'm not a young millennial. I, well, I'm 27. I'm older. So than I kind you of feel like I'm. <laughs> but you've got such a big following. I think you can get away with it. It might just be embarrassing for me. How long did it take you to build up your following? Did you find that you had a period of time where it just exploded or has it really been like a gradual progression? Well, in 2011, when I started doing regular makeup tutorials, it took me a couple of months to get to 20,000 or 30,000 subscribers. And then in 2012, mm-hmm. I made my new channel. And then, I mean, I've had 2 million subscribers for like three years. So in the past three years, I haven't grown much. That's when YouTube got bought by Google and they changed things. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also, I just think that, you know, I'm an everyday average girl. There's so many, you know, big personalities on YouTube that I think can sometimes command a lot more attention than me and being Australian I'm quite laid back and yeah my humor is very dry and it's not like oh my god story time I uh you know yeah. my sister married my hamster story time. <laughs> like, you know what I mean where there's people doing yeah, content we like talk that all the time about yeah. that. it's like how can my smoky eye compete with your sister marrying your hamster yeah <laughs> Honestly, I, I look at some people mm-hmm. that have more followers than me and, and what they go through and I do not do not want, you know? Yeah. And do you find that brands in LA and, and companies have been really supportive of you over there, like, you know, going to events and stuff? Because that's obviously a huge part of being a beauty influencer. And you've found that that's just been a seamless yeah, process? Yeah, so even in Australia, I had an American manager before I had an Australian manager. The Australian market was a lot uh, slower okay. to pick up on social media you know, compared to the US. So I had an American manager in 2013. And then I joined with an Australian management a couple of months after that. But I always got more bigger jobs as Mm -hmm. well, because this is where the brands are based. And this is where, you know, the, the big marketing teams are and stuff. So I've always kind of wanted to come here. And my husband's Canadian. So I figured that, you know, now is the time, you know, I I just applied for a visa and I I got it and we came over here and I just like doing quite scary things. I really also wanted to move to London, but my husband didn't like London. But LA is definitely perfect weather. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's great. There are so many great things about LA and there's so many bad things about LA. I definitely like the way Australia is run. Um, because there's so many things here where I'm like why the hell do I have to line up for a driver's license for six hours this is ridiculous you know all that kind of stuff just sometimes I'm like oh I really miss Australia (laughs) do you think you'll ever move back so it's it's living overseas is maybe a temporary thing for you guys and then at some point you'll come back does your husband like Australia loves it you know we love being near the beach Australia is easily the greatest country in the world it's beautiful there it's such a great quality of life my childhood growing up 
by the beach, you know, getting off the school mm. bus, diving straight into the water, you know, taking off, wearing my bikini under my high school uniform, walking home, the blazing heat, the food, the people. I mean, I just love Australia so much. And I really, yeah, you no, can't you can't. I'm it. devastated that I can't visit right now. Like it's really got me feeling quite itchy. Yeah. Mm. and nervous yeah so are you doing anything in isolation to keep yourself distracted I saw that you are starting to learn Spanish I've been trying to learn Spanish for a few years but I start and stop so many projects so I (laughs) I'm trying to learn Spanish I'm watching a lot of Netflix I'm also trying to collaborate with more brands on like doing brand takeover like takeovers on other people's stories to like you know get myself out there and take Mm -hmm. I want to be seen by more people and this situation is really horrible but I want to come out of it with you know new skills and maybe some new followers and you know meet new people so I'm just trying to put myself out there again and do something good with the time that I have being at home because normally I'm complaining about you know how many events I have to go to sometimes it's like three or four events a day and it's like a lot and I complain that I don't have enough time to film (laughs) which is a stupid thing to complain about well now you have time to film you better film yeah and I'm trying to (laughs) well that's a good way yeah and I'm trying to do more like less polished things like take it back to my roots where I was in my bedroom just being little Chloe, not caring who saw it because only 20 people saw it. Like that's why I'm filming myself doing the nut bush in my pajamas. Like I feel like (laughs) people really respond well when I'm being like my real self and how I talk to my friends. Sometimes it can get Mm. quite scary voicing your opinion and being your real raw self because I'm very raw. I have a very dry sense of humor and I like to pay people out and, pay myself out pay my husband out we always mock each other and be mean like play mean to each other and sometimes my yeah. is like you're really mean to your husband he's really mean to you but people just don't understand the humor <laughs> being silly people prefer it a lot more especially now I think people want to laugh totally very true yeah exactly and I think they really appreciate authenticity which comes across a lot on your channels so that's really nice to see that you're you're showing a lot of personal stuff and that can be really scary to put out to the world but yeah when you start to put out that personal stuff is when people put their opinion like I don't care what anyone says about the way I look or about my makeup like that never upsets me and sure I get plenty of comments about about that but what upsets me is when people give opinions on me personally or they say mean things about my husband or my family or my work like that's when it I guess Mm. gets to you and so that's why I've sometimes in the past been more hesitant to share that side of me but now I am feeling less and less like it's something I should care about I guess I became a bit jaded over the years and I felt like I lost a bit of my connection with my audience for a couple of years and now I'm seeing that people loving engaging with me again in the past year or a couple of months that I've changed and have been more open with them. Well, that's good to hear. We hope that you're um, that you're doing okay over there and that you're keeping yourself occupied. But by the looks of your stories, you are. Yeah, I'm for the nut bush. We're going to be doing that for sure. I really we're, hope. We're really looking I'm forward to the nut bush. People need in their lives right now. Actually, when this episode comes out, yeah. Joe, we should get everyone at a door to do um, the nut bush. I feel like yeah. it's just such a yeah. nut- <laughs> Let's do it. Yes, let's do that. That's a really good thing for our followers as well, I think, yeah. to, to join yeah. in on. Hashtag nut bush challenge. Yes, love it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. We're on board. Thanks for chatting to us today, Chloe. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Thank you.